Dave, can you see behind me? I can see behind you. So that looks this, awesome. This is Australia's. There's two of the best tropical farms pretty much in the world. I, I mean, I, I believe. The farmer believes it as well. But there's uh, there's probably about 40 different varieties of tropical fruit trees that you will not find in wow. the fruit shop. So we're just out. Like, you know, the, uh, this guy sends the stuff. So we're out right now. And, um, yeah, just so, meeting so him, saying, is- like, see, see that, that's the cottages. Awesome. That's where they are. It's just ridiculous. And so it's what like, you can, people could actually go there and sort of just stay there and experience the farm or is this because well, yeah, no, in that sort of industry? No, no, yeah. So so um, 50% of the farm comes to my business. That's and awesome. Then I sell, and then I sell a tropical fruit. That's the name That's of amazing. my shirt. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, um, I actually need to come and get some fruit from you anyway. Yo, man, any time. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to get my kids to get on to eating more fruit. So Yeah, well, come visit me anytime. Obviously, today we're going to talk about the children and, you know, everything mm-hmm. that's been going on, what you've been involved in for quite a few years, what you, sure. you know, have been a part of. And, uh, you know, so you're one of the people that I first thought of when I wanted to talk about this because I'm... I've known you for such a long time and even back then, can you hear me? Yep, got you. Yep, I can um, you even back then when I very first met you, you know, you, you were part of the church and you're all about the kids and you would, you know, that's how you and I first met. Yeah, really. I remember. Um, I remember, yeah. Yeah, so, so talk to me, you know, tell me how did you get into this? You were telling me the story earlier before, but um, because we sort of got broken up a little bit, tell yep. me. And the reader of the viewers, you know, ha- what made you get into this? Because this is a pretty intense, you know, it field to is. get into. Absolutely. Is. So, um, you know, just being like a regular guy, I was 23 years old. I got involved. Um, uh, I got involved in church. I was just a youth leader. I took a step of faith. Had about 70 kids in the first year. And then I used to like the problems that used to bring me. It sounds crazy, but. I just felt like I was a man for the job, you know, that was that gift. Yeah. Then um, a friend of mine was working in um, in youth working and we we're kind of both in the same field before, you know, we liked the retail thing, both sold sneakers and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, we uh, always got along with kids. He started youth working, had this real crazy kid and then said, man, you know what, you need to meet this, you know, uh, meet this kid. So I met him just on a social level, just uh, like a little game of basketball and he was just wild like absolutely lawless you know and uh, I wanted to be around that it sounds so bizarre but you know I think that you know um, when you're gifted to do something it's easy for you and you have energy and effort but for somebody else it's like get me away yeah and uh, I started working with this kid as a youth worker there was four adults in the house I Um, totally get that yeah that's almost like yeah it's just it just landed you know Anyway, um, yep. it turns out uh, this this young kid, you always want to find out, like for, for me, I was always intrigued about the damage. And just to give you a little story yep. on this kid, he's, um, his first cousin uh, was, uh, you know, when I, when I was working with this, I mean, he was 11 years old. His first cousin was in jail for double homicide and his uncle was as well. Both committed the crime separately uh, about two or three years apart. So he had that that lineage you know it was really but anyway he, yep, his mom yep. 
his mum would feed him Drano uh, uh, in his bottle. He would drink it, create the, obviously she'd create the pain, and then he would he would then scream out to his mum, and she'd get the love that she wanted. Oh now, God. now, now the problem is, is that his mum was uh, she was a psych. Uh, just, let's just say, like, I'm not going to go too too far into it, but she was a psych that knew better. If I could say it like wow. that. So, so, and that's, and and that's, yeah, that's sorry, common, you know, like that's, I'm finding that that's quite common, you know. I mean, there's so many levels to, to this whole, you know, topic. I mean, we've got yeah. right extreme to, you know, people, children that are getting bred parents loving to have children or torture their children for that. Bad. It is bad. Bad, man. So, um, am I still okay? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, and then, and then what happened is that I, um, when I started working with them, see the, the department of child health and safety back then docs, they, we would write reports. My managers would write reports and they and they they would always hear from, I mean this guy had probably about he was 11 years old had about eight placement breakdowns already so that means you know you're just a number so they just the kid wow. comes along and he just obviously he was taken off the family and, and whatnot anyway so they were really impressed that he stopped smashing houses up so then I kind of became good at uh, you know um, changing their belief system if I could say that I'm not saying Helping I was them. trying to yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I wasn't pushing them to go to church. It was just more um, creating a belonging. And I think that when you're Lebanese, you have that culture and you kind of know how to make people feel welcome. Anyway, so the department then hired me as their guy to help take kids off families for the first time because I was really quick off the market, making them feel comfortable, as strange as that sounds. So then the department would take them off. How, how did you – how did – how was that for you though like how because you're a parent now okay how was it for you taking a child from their home like well how what did that stir up any emotion in you straight up i felt like the hero because uh and i'm going to say this loud and clear to every single listener that the sexual abuse in kids in australia especially queensland is as high as that mountain i'm looking at so with me, yeah. I, I wanted to get the stepfather, uncle, brother, you know, away from that kid. So when I took them off them, um, I would use my own money to take them to Dreamworld. Take them as I would literally, wow. they would go from that kind of damage to, you know, and you know what the crazy thing is? Being Dean? loved. Yeah, that's right. After all these years of working with broken, broken kids in the worst circumstances, all they wanted was a belonging. Yeah, that's yeah. it. The breakfast table, the dinner table, the movie nights. It's all they wanted to be around. They didn't want everything fancy and fast. They just wanted that that placement for their identity to belong. That's all they wanted. And uh and yeah, so it was I mean I was on hundreds of kids by the end of end of that kind of side of my career. I ended up so, um yeah, do, sorry, you, do you still you know have you kept in touch with some of these children over the years? D, I would say most of them would be uh, on drugs, suicided. Um, not many of them that I, they just vanish. You don't really hear from them. They just vanish. And 
what I mean by that is I've got a friend of mine in who's in the who's in the industry currently now. Probably uh, out of all the probably two hundred plus kids we work with, there might be three that we know of. You know, and one yeah. of them is actually part of your service right now. Because the, I mean, what are you supposed to do? That you know, their life goes on pause. You know, that there's nothing normal about how they are raised. You know, I know what I know. There's one circumstance where a uh, um, uh, 14-year-old brother, a uh, 12-year-old sister, and seven-year-old sister, and the parents were doing the most atrocious, disgusting crap where they were swapping and whatnot. Anyway, I hired a mate of mine who is a, who's a Christian buddy, my great guy, awesome family. Um, I trained him up. Uh, this family had come in, these, uh, these brothers and sisters had come in. They were in a service that was happening to it. So they were taking off the family, and then the service was doing it. There was a guy that, that was hurting him as well. We got him over. Um, interesting you bring, you bring that up. Yep. So Well, it's interesting, it's interesting you bring that up because yep. I'm not sure if everybody's aware of this or not, but the, the Catholic Pope's obviously been arrested for pedophilia and a whole heap of, you know, trafficking charges. But there's also another church here in Australia, you know, and I believe it's a worldwide church. I can't remember what it's called. Um, yeah, it'll come back to me. But um, the CEO of that particular church here is also, you've just been convicted of the same thing. So it's funny. This happens in schools, in churches. Yep. It happens in, in the system itself, you yep. know, where we're removing children. Um, and it's horrible. People don't realise how serious and how big of a yep. problem this really is. Yeah. Yeah, D, and, you know, I, um, yeah, uh, you know, back to that story, which is, which is crazy, um, you know, they were let down. The system let them down 20-fold. Uh, when they came to us, the only thing – uh, I mean, the sister was looking for the brother, if you know what I'm saying. They were looking for each other to do what mum and dad showed them. So it was – and the reason I mentioned this story is that it's that bad. It's so bad out there, and no one wants to talk about it. You know, I'd come back. My cousins are developers, and this guy's got a restaurant, and this guy's got a business. You bring it up over a – over a meal and everyone's like dead quiet. So then you get people like Danielle and me that we <laughs> will look down the uh, barrel and say, yo, this stops right now. And that's, and that's why I'm talking to you, D, because, you know, I can feel that, um, you, you know, you're, you're bringing the ax down. This is such an important thing for me. I think probably because I became a parent you know, I, I became yep. a mum. I now see the world very differently. And as a protector, yep. you know, I, I have to expose myself to the reality yep. of what's going on. And I can't think of a child who just wants to be loved and nurtured to go through anything like this. And the fact that the world was so shut down from this and so removed, yep. it's mind-boggling to me. I mean, yep. this is the real issue in the world, this one. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's the, I mean... Coca-Cola is not the most traded as children. I mean, the sex trade is, it's up there with oil. I mean, it's so bad. But, you know, uh, if you don't mind me saying, um, yeah. I was, uh, I met up with a friend of mine who I knew before he was a cop. He was in charge of um, the North of Brisbane sex crime unit. And he, he only dealt with, uh, you know, um, sexual abuse, basically. And he said to me, Donnie, every time you drive past a Woolies or a Coles, Put in your head, there's 20 in that area that look at your child. Yes, your child 
like a normal bloke is looking at a hot girl in a bikini running up and down the beach. They are literally hundred percent everywhere. So, absolutely. So, so that perversion is is um, it's. So I mean, you, you know, know, you like, can't you can't take you your kids to the you can't take your kids to the beach anymore. Like I let my kids run around naked. They're you know one and two, you know, and I can't do that anymore because no. I know on that beach there's people staring at them, probably yep. taking photos to upload yep. to the dark web. You know, parents yep. don't realize how serious this really, really is. And I yep. now, I can't walk down the street without checking everybody around you me. Have to. Thinking, I can't help it because I know yep. better, you know. Yep. So I'm glad you brought that up, that people need to know that even police officers are saying this to people. Yep. Like this is yeah, they serious are. stuff. And, and, you know, you know, Dee, one of the last kids I worked with, I think it was the second last kid I worked with, his stepfather and uncle and older brother used him as a scout. So they would go, mate, here's 100 bucks, go buy cigarettes, go to the skate park, bring them back to us. That's exactly how, uh, you know, it, he was abused himself um, and it was a little reward game and he knew nothing else. And, and, you know, I can't tell you, never let your child out of your sight, number one. Never let him sleep over. I know the parents. They've no, been out for I'm a barbecue three times. Yeah. Sleepovers no. do not exist. And I'm, I'm sorry to say it for any stepfathers out there, I'm not, I'm not judging you and it's not you. But stepfathers is a great entry point for these pigs. I know that there's a lot of, you know, people don't realise single mothers are a big target because all of a sudden, you know, these men, they, they prey on these women who have children. Yep. You know, they come yep. in, you know, let me take care of you. Oh, my God, I'm such a yep. great guy. And, yep. and these women think that, oh, my God, I found my night shining armor without yep. realizing they've just brought in a whole new person they don't know yep. anything about and they don't yep. know what's happening with their child so you know yep. it's a real concern for a lot of women out there and so i guess what, what's happening so, in the world is to sort of you know break down the family unit so why can't the woman ring up the cop or 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 or, or, or why can't they be named why can't the girl who likes this guy is about to come in the family why can't she Ring someone to type it in. Is he is he a registered sex offender? Why why 100%. can't she find that? Out? But D, I'm asking you, why can't she find that out? Well, she, well, a couple of things. One, because our own government here um, doesn't want to disclose the names of registered offenders. That's the entire issue we've got going on in our local government here in Australia. You know, they don't want to disclose that to the mm. public, which is really disturbing because I want to know in my neighbourhood or yep. in my city who. These people, are, I want to see their faces. I have every yep. right to to protect my child. But our government thinks that it's better to protect them because they're afraid of what the public will do to them. Yep. So it's better to protect them than to protect the children. Disgusting, man. And you know, it's and disgusting. you know that my my, I mean, I exited out of uh, youth working. Obviously, I went to. I still, I, I I still coach kids. I'm still in kids' lives, um, because I spent so many years doing. I have my friends that bring me their kids when they're in trouble. So, you know, um, I've got a really good view on, on you know, how to raise my own kids. And, you know, look, uh, on planet Earth, the most precious thing that God ever placed is children, period. There's nothing left and right of what I just said. That is God's number one gift to mankind as children. So, you know, what's happening to them worldwide, I, it has to stop. Now, I'm saying that, like, 
you know, it sounds cliche or it sounds like, okay, here's another guy saying he has to stop. Well, this is how it stops. They have to be, they have to be named. They need to be, there needs to be a way that a mother can protect your children. He, she, she shouldn't have to find out when she opens the bedroom up or when the kid confesses it, you know. It has to be stopped. And, you know, another thing too, I think that, um, uh, I think feeling the well, fire. Sorry, yeah, go. You're right, Dean. No, no, you're right. Keep going, keep going. Feeling the fire, feeling the fire is pornography. So I think that there's got to be something when as soon as this person types in. Um, I was just going to say, you know, it's set. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, you're back. Yep. yep. As soon as the person types in. Types it in, they, they it needs to be bang. Like there, it needs to be like Microsoft, whoever. Um, it, you buy a computer as soon as you type in, and they already know what they're typing in. You know what I mean? They already know it. It's like it needs to be. How can we run a red light and a camera flashes in the middle of the night? You're doing 110, 10 over, flash, and they send you the bill to your own home. But some guy can type in whatever. And it's, oh, yeah, we busted him after seven. There was some guy in Queensland Uni, 9,000 images. And I think 60% of them were, were, uh, were kids under the age of three. And he got you know, to spend the sentence. You know, it, just the other day, there was a principal, school principal from a school here in Baden um, who got arrested. It was just by luck that they caught him um, because he had something like some 6,000 images whatever it was of child pornography on his computer oh, wow. and he was caught putting uh, I mean that's in a school here in Baden in our own backyard yep. neighborhoods like yep. people don't realize this is happening on such a grand scale and what upsets me as a mother and I say this all the time on my personal Instagram parents you have to understand every time you're posting a photo of your child or it's newborn in a nappy a two-year-old a six-year-old whatever it is you're posting a photo you're opening yourself up for people to jump on their screenshot yep. know where you are they do homework with who your friends are where they go where they hang yep. out and yep. they hunt you down for your kids yep. this is the reality of it yep you know, you know, my third year into um, youth working at that real high level, um, a young kid under the age of four, like preferably boy or girl, uh, in, like in terms of that age, they would take a photo if they're at South Bank and on the dark web was worth about 500 bucks. Wow. That's, that's what they do. So that's what I'm saying. So, you know what, where can we go? You know, um, it needs to be on high alert. It just... It, Everywhere that kids go, there needs to be some sort of sounds really crazy, but it, like you know, it really plays down to be go, um, uh, governed. The internet needs definitely to be governed, and they need to formulate a syringe to give these pedos so they absolutely <laughs> have no feeling in that area at all. You oh, know, I look, can't I'm, talk bullet. You know, Listen, you, you know, yeah, you know me, I, I, you can't talk bullet. That's a cab, not into the bullet. I would just cut that part off. You know, they can still live and breathe, but just cut that part off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. But, D, I mean, it's a monster. To be honest it's with a monster. you, because what, what they do to children is absolutely unacceptable. It's got to stop, yeah. 
It's a what demon. It's a demonic demon, you know. Uh, talking about this, you know, as you know, this is my most important topic of all time. I mean, my, my entire purpose now is to, to, to talk about this, to talk about it, because we we mm. all need to talk about it. The more we talk about it, the more we educate, the more we know yeah. as a community yeah. we can make a stop. But if we are yeah. too busy or we don't want to know because it's too gruesome or too difficult, well, this is why this continues on. The, the, you know what? There was this, there was this, there was this uh, thing that was made up to keep these youngsters accountable. Uh, um, and it was, I mean, there's a few of them now, but let's say you're my mate, okay? And I've got a problem with pornography. As soon as I type in anything linked to what they call an adult site, you get an, email, you get an email saying exactly where I am, what I looked up, and then you ring up, hey, mate, what are you doing? Why can't they have it? Like, why can't they? Okay, they're convicted, they get out of jail, that needs to be a absolute, mate. You can't even get in the net without, you know, having. You, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, technology is unbelievable. I'm in, like, I'm in Cape Tribulation, uh, North Queensland, in a, in a tropical. I I'm agree with you. On the phone. They, they, they can do this. Oh, listen, we can go into space. I'm sure we could come up with some sort of, you know, system yeah, that, that prevents this from happening. The problem yes, is. Is that it's 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 one of the biggest industries in the world. It's a money making industry, and so unfortunately, yep. I hate to say it, but the elitist of the world, you know, the people with all the money in the world, they they, yep. they don't want it to stop because they're making money off it. So wow. you know, and, and this is what people don't realize: our own governments, we, we, our own government, the Australian government, has twenty eight convicted known pedophiles listed and we have a 90-year suppression order to keep those names a secret which is currently in parliament house going through courts to try and lift that um i've been sending out the you know petitions for everybody to sign because you know yeah. what that's just that's disturbing to me we have one prime minister that has been named john howard as a convicted pedophile and we are still yet to find out the other names of the other 28 people that's in our own government. So these people oh. who are controlling us, putting these these things in place about COVID and vaccines, whatever, they're a part of something that's so much more dangerous. Yeah. And yet we're talking about, you know, putting masks on and, and you know, shutting businesses down. This is yeah. mind-boggling to me. Yeah, we're in uh, we're in the craziest times ever. Mm. You know, where the uh, you know, where the perpetrator is being protected and the truth's uh, in plain sight. And no one's saying anything. Uh, yeah, people are afraid to say mm. something, but you know that's okay. That's what that's, you, that, right. that's what. Yeah, there's a lot of us who are willing to stand up and and talk about it. So yeah, the rising up's happening, man. It, it's it's happening right now. Mm. Well, Donny, I love you. Thank you Thank so you. much for Doing joining awesome, me. I, I, you know, you. <laughs> thank you so much i know that we're cutting in and out a little bit so it's probably time for you to go that. and enjoy a cup of tea and put your feet up and enjoy the rest of the night yeah i'm <laughs> uh, yeah, i will talk to you really really soon uh, uh, dear i love you man you're doing wonderful love you god bless you